Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. You know what today is? Yeah, today... Our first, first day recording. Yeah, yeah. We finally in front of the camera. People can see who they who they've been hearing for the last couple months, right? I know, I know. It's exciting and scary all in one. Nah, man, it ain't scary, man. It's good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all love. But how, how how you been doing? How's everything going with you? I'm doing pretty good. That's good. I'm doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. So uh, we got these hoodies. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Lewis, which is um, Brian's friend, childhood friend, right? No, not childhood friend. I met Lewis um, through a mutual friend, his cousin, actually, my boy Kevin, um, introduced us probably like maybe nine years ago, I want to say. And so Lewis is a good buddy of mine, fan of the podcast. Uh, He's down in Georgia. He used to live here, um, and him and his wife moved down there about four or five years ago, and He's a he's a big listener. He always uh, gives me some good feedback, um, gives good praises to the podcast. And so we told him we were going to be going live here soon. And so he was like, "Hey man, you know I think we should uh you know I, I'm gonna hook you up with something nice." And so he created this uh this hoodie for both of us. Yes. So it's definitely cool. Um, we appreciate the uh, the kind gesture. So definitely want to make sure that uh you know he understands and knows that. So yeah, definitely yes, shout out to thank you. Thank you so much. It's it's a dope sweater. I love it. Definitely. And I love hoodies. So yeah. Um I yeah. am the the sweatshirt and uh sweatpants type of person at the house. So yeah. love it. Yeah, me too. Love I understand it. that. Love yep. it, love it, love it. Yeah. So how was the B Day weekend? What you do? Oh uh, man, B Day was love. It was love, man. I think what didn't um Beyonce had an album. I think some B-day. years ago called B Day, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. B Day for Beyonce, B Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire. But um, nah, my <laughs> my B Day was cool, man. It was cool. We uh, I think last podcast last week, um, the actual Friday, it kicked off with my wife having a great surprise birthday breakfast for me, um, with a couple of my friends and their wives. So that was pretty cool. Um, Friday, uh, Saturday, we had initially planned to go out to eat. But Saturday was like a really like dreary day. It rained yeah, all day. It was. Um, so we uh we actually sat there, and in the morning time we decorated our Christmas tree. You know, so yeah. we all, every year we get a real tree. So we had decorated a Christmas tree. The kids loved it. Hung the stockings, put lights up. You know, they're really into this year uh, holiday. So they're they're really yeah. having a great time with that. So we did that. We watched a couple like Christmas, you know, like movie shows and stuff. And then um, then we also uh, watched Wednesday. So. Uh, you know, that's a Netflix um, special, special for, you yeah. know, for like the one of the characters in the Adams Family Wednesday. Um, and that was good. I mean, I watched a couple episodes earlier in the week. It's kind of hard to kind of, you know, find time to watch it because we, you know, with some of the stuff in it, it's not too bad. But, you know, with our young children, we didn't want, necessarily want them to be around watching it. So while one was taking a nap and the other one is in his room playing, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, we watched a couple episodes and then that evening, that night, once they went down for sleep, we finished it. And it was really good. I, yeah, I would say I... That was a really good show. Yeah, I watched yeah. it with my teenager. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really she good. She put me on it. I was, she was like, you should watch this. And I said, girl, you know, I'm just scary. Like, it's <laughs> not scary. It just looks crazy. I was yeah. Because like, okay. it, it really wasn't that scary. It wasn't I mean, it was, scary yeah, at they all. Had some, like, gory, even... like, it was just like, you know, some gory stuff where they had like this you know, the hide they called him was like a, this like wild beast animal who would like kind of like, you know, yeah. it was killing people. But, you know what I'm saying? But you didn't really that, see that I much mean, of it though. You see more than that in criminal minds. I mean, I feel like, you know, Get so. Yeah, 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 it wasn't so the, scary at all. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so, I'm and I'm a scary cat. Okay, look, <laughs> scary scared cat. of everything. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But um, but yeah, so that's Saturday. We did that. We ended up ordering food from um this restaurant called uh 
Solvia. I think it's Solvia. Mm-hmm. It's um, black owned. Like I said, we typically try to patronize, you know, our folks when it comes to you know eating local mm-hmm. and also eating mm-hmm. folks eating from places that are black owned. So. Well, we had a one of my buddies had a birthday dinner there earlier this year, and we went and we had a good time. So we ended up grabbing some food from there, and it was good. You know, we had some um, fried fish, fried chicken. Um, it was really good, really good. And oh. so that's kind of how we spent Saturday. Fried chicken uh, sound good. Yeah, it was. It was I really, ain't had really no good. Fried chicken in I don't know how long. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. See me, I like fried chicken a lot. I grew up like we growing up, we would either eat fried chicken or fried pork chops like every other day. Like, that's oh, how really? it was. Yeah, yeah, but. See, I know how I fried up, food is, like, so I, I try to, like, limit the amount of times I do it, but yeah. when I do it, like, I love it, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I ain't grew up eating that every other day. <laughs> that was, like, a delicacy in my house. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we used to eat them. Don't get me wrong, we would go to the commissary, load up, and get a whole, like, you know, get a whole bunch of them, and, yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah, we would eat them pretty frequently. I mean, I may be exaggerating a little bit about every other day, but it was, it was, I mean, it seemed like basis. it. Yeah, it, it seemed like, yeah, like every day. That was in rotation, that was in rotation. trying to say. Heavily, yeah. heavily. Nah, it wasn't in rotation for us. Gotcha, but yeah. needless to say, I know what fried chicken is, and I love it. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 So I don't like cooking it in my house though, because I don't like the way it smells after. For real, fried no. chicken? Mm-hmm. Like, it smells? Okay. like I like when it's cooking how it smells. I'm talking about when you're done uh-huh. and you you've cleaned up and you've done everything. Yeah. Now your house still smell like chicken. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> I want my house to get back to the normal. The normal the aromas, smell, yes. Sense. <laughs> Burn some candles or something while you're cooking some chicken. I, don't I know. mean, I do. <laughs> okay, that's still it's still, that's still like overpowers fried, it. Fried food has a has a different. A I don't know. I don't know. Nice Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Y'all tell me what y'all think. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Saturday that was that, and then Sunday, um, you know, we I pretty much relaxed, uh, watched football, and then my kids had their Christmas concert which was really, really nice. Um, my folks came out. My sister came. Uh, Brooke, her mother, and her aunt came. And uh, so we were pretty we were pretty uh, deep there checking out both of the youngins, you know, sing. And my daughter, she had, uh, because she's two, their part was very small. So they were only up there for like two songs. And then um, she came and sat with us. But then my son, um, he killed it, man. I ain't going to lie. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting him to be, <laughs> to do what he did. But I mean, he was on the end. He was in the front row, and um, I mean, he was like they—they they sung about eight, eight. I would say eight or nine songs, and I mean, every single song he was doing the arm movements. Um, he was knowing every <laughs> word. Like I was like, I can't even remember like certain things, like words on certain stuff that I've seen and read so many times. Like he literally knew all the words of the song. It wasn't like you're just your standard jingle bells, jingle bells. It was like actual like. Christmas songs like this uh, music teacher taught them or whatever. So, um, yeah, I was impressed. I even had parents come up to me after that and was like, hey, like, your son's going to be a performer. Like, he's like, he was the, you know, the the star of the show. And I kept getting those, uh, you know, getting those, uh, you know, people come to me and say that. I even posted it on social media. And a lot of the same, a lot of people were like, man, he killed it. He did really well. (laughs) If y'all don't follow um, Brian on social media, that that video was hilarious. (laughs) He was singing a song. He was like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he opened his arms up, I, and I apologize to the so the parent, like the the girl that was beside him, the parent they they sat not too far from us, and so after it was over, I went up to him and apologized because, like she said, my like now was like throwing his arms and like it was like right in the girl's face. Now he never like really hit her, but it was like close, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I didn't, you know, I felt like it may have like taken away from her moment and. 
you know, her part yeah. of or whatever. But uh, but nah, it was cool. That was like really the highlight. That and obviously the brunch that uh, Brooke set up for me was the highlight of the birthday weekend, man. You know, I, we yeah. we had a great time. I you know even brought a, a couple of tears to my eyes. You know, I ain't even gonna lie. You know, what I mean, just to see my son. You know, and see, it's just crazy when like you see your kids do stuff and it brings. You know, it brings you to that emotion like at home or just amongst you and your family. But when we have other folks that acknowledge something that your child is doing, um, I don't know. It just hits different. It's like one of the first times that it's happened, too. So it was kind of like, yeah. yo, like, it really it, it really touched me. So I was uh, I was happy for that, man. So, yeah, that was that was the birthday weekend. It was it was uh, 36 now and it uh, kicked off and I had a great time. So it's good. Well, for me, I feel like I celebrated your birthday. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> No, no, in all seriousness, though. So we went to um, Open Gym on Sunday, which we do every week, because I told you guys that I am um, assisting, like, and helping out coaching for my daughter's uh, volleyball team. So after we left Open Gym, you know, we were hungry. It was about 4.30-ish, so it was, it, we were leading right into dinner time. So I gave the kids an option. Actually, no. Someone told me about this place called Watergate that sells fried chicken. Okay. Right? She was on the same fried chicken wave I was. In. I must have been. Okay. So okay. I, I drive there. You said Watergate. Yeah, Watergate? it's called Watergate. They, okay. It's it's in like a shop, like a like a bodega. Like oh, I, okay. I, I don't think y'all you call. Norfolk? Yeah. Okay. I don't think y'all call stores bodegas here, but yeah, that's up north. If, yeah. yeah. No, it's down. Down south, south too. Yeah. Okay, I always heard like bodega. Yeah, like in New York up and north stuff. too. Yeah. yeah, maybe larger cities. Okay. Maybe that's there what it go. is. There you okay. So um, I went down to Norfolk. To go see, because I, I asked the person who told me about it, I was like, you think, is it kid, like, can I bring my kids there type of thing? They were like, yeah, I get there. No, <laughs> you cannot take kids there at all. What was wrong? What it was, was just in the hood. Like, oh, it was okay, in the hood okay. hood. It was like, you know, the guy standing outside the door, oh, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, politicking. Mm -hmm, yeah, 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 that's yeah, another yeah. word yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, politicking, yeah. So, yeah. He, you know, I was like, yeah, I rolled past. I said, nah, I don't even feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable leaving my kids in the car, and I don't feel comfortable bringing them in. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and uh, went back to my neck of the woods, and we ended up um, going to Mod's Pizza. Because yeah. I had never been there before. Okay. So when I walked in, it was pretty cool. It's like the subway of pizza. Yeah, Like, is. you go you in there, you get to pick all your toppings. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I liked it. That was your so first I time doing something like that for pizza? First time for pizza. Oh, wow. Okay. So I ended up making this, like, ultimate veggie pizza that ended up being amazing. And I made my base. Uh, pizza sauce and barbecue. Look, I was in there like doing it up. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so then we had a bunch of pizza. I bought like three pizza for me and the kids. And um, we decided there was a Duck Donuts right next door. So yeah. we got a half a dozen of Duck Donuts. And we went to the Norfolk Botanical Gardens to okay. go look at the Christmas lights. So we had, you know, the donuts and um, they had hot chocolate. So we walked through, ate the donuts. You know, did the hot chocolate thing because it was kind of chilly that night. And I have this wagon that I use during like sports season. Yeah. So, you know, the the little, my son, which is three, he he had the choice of either sitting down in the wagon or hopping out and walking with us. But he wanted to be a big boy and walk. So we pretty much had the wagon for no, just to hold the snacks. <laughs> This so, was Saturday? This is all the same day? Th no, this was all Sunday, actually. Sunday, okay. Yeah, okay. this was Sunday. Okay. So um, after that, we came home. My husband had duty that day. And, you know, we just took showers because we had a long day. Yeah. And then um, 
my son, he was just amped up. Like, he was on one. I don't know what. I don't <laughs> know snacks, if it was donuts. He probably had them, yeah, I, was about I to say, don't know. Cause duck I don't donuts usually, good, too. I like duck donuts. I don't usually, he don't usually eat stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, we get to the house, and I'm like, dude, you got to go to sleep. Like, it's it's time. You know, it's about 8.39 <laughs> now. I'm like, like we, I've. I did all I can do as a person for the day, right, yeah, yeah. as a parent. So I turn on the fireplace. I start playing Silent Night, the Christmas song, yeah, Silent oh yeah, Night, classic. by the Temptations. Oh, yeah, classic. Deep Five minutes. Oh, he was done. <laughs> he was yeah. done. Oh, you, oh, you went to sleep? Five minutes. Oh, wow. I said, ooh, I'm going to have to start playing this every night. <laughs> <laughs> so he needed something just soothing to put him, yeah, put him down. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's so, up. Yeah, like I said, we we pretty much celebrated your birthday, not <laughs> not for real, not intentionally. Yeah. We just you know yeah, had yeah, a good time, had, had a good weekend. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's real cool, man. I uh and I appreciate. Like I said, I got a lot of birthday love, a lot of texts, phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it was it was cool. I definitely felt the birthday love, man. Um, you know, definitely in a good place, man. I'm just excited. I mean, I ate a lot of birthday cake too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my wife she got us a it's a place called Sweet Cream. Um, local spot as well that's black owned that we uh we we get all of our cakes from there. I mean every yeah. birthday, every celebration we always get the cakes from there. So she got me a nice nice small cake um from there. So we ate that this weekend and then honestly this week at work, um I was given a cake as well, you know, which was mm-hmm. pretty cool. It was like a, a pound cake um from a spot some spot in Norfolk that they had told me about. Um but it was good. It was like a cookies and cream pound cake. Um, it tasted good. I mean, it, like me and like the kids really didn't get to eat much of it because uh, the <laughs> night that we had it, we brought it home. They didn't eat their dinner. And so uh-huh. we have a rule in our house. If you don't eat dinner, you don't get dessert. Right. So they didn't eat much. So Brooke and I, we really just like tore that thing up. Like I even got mad at her when I came home from work. And like, I remember how much was left. Like when I left that day uh-huh. and I came back, it was like. Half of that was gone. I'm like, what in the world? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it was some good cake, man. So, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sweets guy. Like, that's something, that's my weakness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I do work out. I go to the gym, you know, every, basically four times a week. Um, so I try to keep my, my shape. But as far as like the sweets, that's my guilty pleasure. Like, I, I work out just so I can eat those things. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but now, yeah, cakes and stuff like that, 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 that's, that's my thing. And like I said, I, we, we ate them and it's good. It was really, really good. We had a good, like I said, a good, good birthday weekend for sure. See, I'm not a cake person. Like, I, it's, yeah, I don't like icing. I think that's the, the, the dilemma that I have. It's like, I I like the, I I like the bread. I don't like the icing. Yeah, you like the, yeah. It's funny because Brooke, she'll eat, like, she's like how what you just said. So she'll literally, we have a thing where she'll eat the cake and she may eat a little bit of icing, but you know, a lot of times they put a lot of icing on the cake, Correct. right? So they put a lot of icing. So it's, it's the thing where it's just no, when she starts eating, she'll just take, like, she'll get a spoon or something and take all her That's icing exactly off of it and she'll put it on my plate. And, oh, I, no, and I'll, I'll wipe that, it into my mind yeah. or I'll just like eat the icing by itself oh, or something. Yeah. My gosh, I love that's icing. Just like, oh. I like both, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, the icing, I'm a I'm you know, they're equally, you know. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I can't do the icing. I'm the same way. Like I'm the person who get the cake and I turn it upside down. Oh wow. So then I eat it from the the, the, the breaded part. part. Yeah, yeah, the cake part. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's then when crazy. I get to the icing, I mean it's it's already, you know, on the bottom. Yeah. So yeah. it's done, I just throw the whole thing away. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So and my my daughter, she liked the icing. She liked icing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the my best middle part, child. man. Yeah, it's the best part, man. Nah. I love it. I love it, man. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I like I said, I you know again appreciate all the birthday love. Um, you know, it, it was it was definitely uh, welcomed and it felt great. I feel like last week we had a lot of mortgage, um, and real estate stuff that was just going on in the industry, right? That we gave. Right. But this week I feel like it's a lot more just like 
like real like this life stuff that's been mm-hmm. going on that's been in the media a lot of uh, tea about it there you go yeah, a lot of tea <laughs> yeah, that's that's the term right a lot of tea that's been going on um i remember earlier this week i remember you had bring it up to me um that something was going on at your daughter's school right as far as something i can't remember exactly some in type the of school club district in the school district okay, yeah, okay. it was in a school district so um, I know you guys have seen, like, on social media, Baller Alert and, what, the Shade Room and stuff like that. So the city of Chesapeake in Virginia, there was a particular school that was allowing for a um, for a, a, sat- a sat- Satan. It was, like, sat- Satanic. Yeah, I, or, yeah, I don't even yeah, know how to Satanic pronounce their. Yeah, club Satanic Club. Yeah, yeah. And it was basically um, they were looking to use the space. Well, what everybody you know had the uproar about was that they didn't realize that the the actual school and all your city buildings like libraries and things like that that's that's something that can be used to the public right and so all they did was just request to use the space after school and the reason why they requested it was because they felt like that they couldn't be discriminated against because there were like Christian meetings mm-hmm. at the school and stuff like that that was not affiliated with the school but were being held in the in the dwelling of the of the school, right? Yeah. So it became an uproar, and of course the the superintendent had to reach out to all the Chesapeake schools and let everybody know what was going on. Ultimately, gotcha. they withdrew their request, and there's not going to be a meeting held anymore. Okay. But. It happened. And yeah. it was like yeah, I seen a, a lot of I seen it on the thing. news. Yeah. I seen like on social media. Yeah. I seen a buddy of mine that I used to play ball with. I think his kid goes to school. I remember you saying I think your child goes to the school that they were trying to do it at. Um but yeah, that was wild. Like I I I saw like you said, I saw it and like the flyer on social media and it, it was like you're right, it seemed like the school was promoting this type of situation, but like you said, I did find out later that it wasn't necessarily the school that was promoting it. Mm-hmm. It's just they were trying to use that particular school, the location, to do to have these this meeting, and they yeah. invited you know I guess basically whoever w- was willing to come yeah um, for it. But yeah, I I get it though. Like I mean, even though it's you don't want your you know your your you don't want people to be your your loved ones to be around that to be influenced, especially at a young oh, age. No. You know, I mean, it's it's. They, I, I remember them passing a law because I remember hearing something about this like in another state where it's like, hey, if you're able to you know you know speak about the gospel of Jesus Christ and and have those conversations and and put religion into school in that way, then you know you can't discriminate on what side of that conversation that you're going to allow in school or not, or not allow in school, but just allow to have in general. You know what Correct. I'm saying? So yeah. I understand the whole aspect of it, but I, I think it was just kind of pushed out, you know, how the media is and how the stuff yeah. is. Like it just kind of pushed out. I think that way. that group specifically put that school on the flyer to make it seem that way. Gotcha. That was the uproar because yeah. I believe, and I could be wrong, that if that flyer had not had that school's name on there and it simply just had the address Nobody would have recognized that uh, it was the actual school. I, I, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. I think because you see that, you it see was it bigger than the actual club name. Like they've had the name, the name of the school blasted on the front, uh-huh. and the name of the group was like this big. It was yeah. tiny in the corner or right below. It was crazy. I was like, yeah, this is nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. But besides that, I mean, you know, some other big news happened. What? What else? 
Brittany? Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Brittany Griner. Um, I never, I can never remember how to say her last name. Oh yeah, Griner. Griner like you grinding something. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Grinder. Yeah. yeah. She's a grinder. Well, well, I guess take out the D, so it's oh, not grinder. Yeah, grinder. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, grinder, but okay. But yeah, so she um she was released. I think we had talked about it on a previous episode when she, you know, had gotten you know put into to jail At there camp in Russia. Or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she uh. And that's a big conversation. I seen on social media, man. A lot of folks had a lot of different a lot, opinions. yeah, a lot of different things to say about it because, you know, it was obviously her coming home, but it was they had to trade for that person I mentioned in a previous and episode. They don't to feel do. like it's a it's an equal trade. Correct, yeah, because mm-hmm. the guy Victor Bout was an arms dealer, and I mean he was giving guns and of of mass destruction to dangerous people who were harming. The U.S. The U.S., mm-hmm. right? So he was a very dangerous person. And um, Brittany Griner, you know, in the grand scheme of things, she's a she's, she's a basketball player, professional basketball player. And right. they felt that, you know, it was – a lot of people were happy that she came home, but it was like, we, we, you know, we freed this person who could be a threat to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I – I don't know. It was crazy. Like I, like I said, I had conversations with a couple of different folks about it yesterday. Um, I'm happy that a black woman was released. Um, you know, I feel like that. I mean, she did do something that was illegal in other countries. So, um, and then honestly, you know, just being truthful about it, that was the judgment that they put on her, and it's really nothing that we as, uh, as you know, United States could do about it because it was on another country's soil. But you know, we all know, just being real about the situation, know that that didn't warrant the amount of time that she nah. was getting. They were just using her as, as a political example. pawn. Yeah. And it worked, really. If you think about it from Russia's standpoint, they really wanted to have this gentleman to, to be freed, right? And they util- they put a big sentence on her because they knew that, hey, we could have this conversation with the United States. So really, from Russian standpoint, it is a win in that regard. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm happy that she is home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what I've paid attention to more of you know i'm not i don't know exactly i'm not a politician and you know how all that stuff is mm-hmm. or whatever but I, uh but it is I, I can understand mixed emotions about the situation yeah you know what i'm saying that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i so, get that i get yeah, that yeah it's, it's, it's uh it's unfortunate yeah it is unfortunate man it's unfortunate that's why i always try to like you know not put myself in situations where other people can control my destiny you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying control my freedom you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's just like being mindful of what's going on and where you're at mm-hmm. um so you know these situations don't happen man because it's uh you can get caught up in something that you're not even you're not even a part of yep. you know and no so. intent you didn't even have intentions to cause harm correct correct yeah. correct that correct yeah so I, I was reading they were gonna have to do all these checks with her make sure she's mentally because you know cause, you know mentally stable and you know make sure she's physically stable because it's like the, the 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 living conditions, conditions they had her in yeah. was pretty was was pretty hard as from mm-hmm. what I understand so yeah yeah so we'll uh you know definitely keep an eye on her see how she's uh how she's doing it's crazy the power of media too again I mean that shows it like I think honestly if it wasn't so much uproar about the situation I don't know if they would have ever been willing to make this trade I think it was just like a lot of people were talking about it a lot of people were putting it out there I mean professional athletes were talking about it the news mm-hmm. was talking about it and I think it really pushed it to the point where like something had to happen and so I'm glad yeah. that uh I'm glad that same uh, thing with the with the school in Chesapeake yeah, yeah same yeah. same exact thing yeah it shows you the power of people man the power mm-hmm. of community man if we really want some change or something to happen if we 
fight you know, hard come, enough, fight hard enough yeah. come together, you know, it, you know, it, 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 things could definitely change and it could change pretty quickly too. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and also, it also sucks because I know a lot of people were saying like, you know, there's another person who's, uh, Who's who's also in Russian custody? Oh yeah, he's been there for like a year. What did he nah, do? He's been there, I think, even longer. Than they that. said he was a spy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's spying. a marine. He's a former marine. Yeah. Um, and so that he was actually supposed to be a part of that, and so a lot of people were complaining about that as well. I've seen people talk about that, and you know, and that's why I said, I mean, you know, at the media, like, you know, he wasn't really looked at as. Um, uh, a polarizing figure in this situation, and you know, and that's just kind of sometimes how it is. I mean, the media mm-hmm. can drive narratives and make you know make things more seem more bigger than what it really is, and I mean that's just kind of what the situation is, man. But uh, yeah. definitely thinking about him too. Want him to come home uh, mm-hmm. amongst all the other folks who's been, um, you know, that are in situations that are like that, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now on a on a on a high note. Rush Hour 4 is supposed to be coming out. I saw that, too. I'm so excited. I don't know if you guys are excited, but I have a teenager that's getting ready to go to high school, and I actually introduced her to Rush Hour Mm. just here recently within the last, like, six months or so. Oh, for real? Yes. Okay. So I told her the news, and she was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I was like, (laughs) I said, I see you you Gen Zs all over our millennial, you know. Music, but you, movies, yeah. but I you mean, see, that's they what love they do. everything. But that... you see, that's what they do. Like, this generation, a lot of the stuff is just, like, copying. Of they put their little spin on it. But honestly, we did the same thing, though, because I remember, like, a lot of the music, you know, a lot of stuff isn't original stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of original stuff, too. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, man, it's like, you know, like, the music that I grew up on, You, they, if you listen, it's a lot of music that was sampled from the 80s and the 70s and stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, and then, of course. And then movies, but But, I'm, said, but they, they, no, what I mean by that is, I'm not talking about recreating, because that's mm-hmm. one thing. Correct. Okay, cool. They legit still listen to our music. Like, it's theirs. That's a good <laughs> You point. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, I hear my daughter listening to Kendrick Lamar, like his original stuff. Yeah, like you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like you weren't even born yet, yeah, girl. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's yeah. like man. But yeah, she's watched Friday. She's watched Rush Hour. Oh, it's classic. Um, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I remember Rush Hour, man. She like, listens to like Snoop Dogg, Michael Jackson. I mean, oh, yeah. I told her I said Michael Jackson is before me. Yeah, that's good. That's classic. <laughs> I listen to Michael Jackson all the time. That's that's classic music, man. Yeah. That's good. Like that, I call it timeless music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter the times because if you look at what we used to wear 10, 15 years ago, what we wore in the nineties, eighties, seventies, all that stuff, fads, you know, things like that stuff changes. But mm-hmm. when you have good music, it it defies time, you know. Correct. It's timeless music, man. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of that, a lot of those people that you mentioned, you know, make timeless music where it doesn't matter what's going on. I mean, it's good, it's feel good music, you know. What I'm and saying? then, and then on another, I don't know if this is considered high, but I mean, in my opinion, it's high. Um, on a high note, Nia Long finally left the uh, the coach. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I saw that on Sports Center. Yeah, Ime Udoka. Uh, remember they had the whole situation that went down that um, you know he lost his job as being coach for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw that she because I didn't know what happened. Like I mean, obviously I know you know what happened as far as him getting caught. I guess you know with a woman who worked for the Boston Celtics. Uh-huh. Um, but then after that, I didn't know exactly like it didn't say like if they were together still. Like, oh yeah. Well, I you know it was kind of mm-hmm. just like a, you know whatever, which is obviously just their that's their private life. I mean, it don't matter to me. But um, I did see that 
you know, that she did say that they're not. I guess she might have had an interview or something and was talking about it. Because I think there's a movie that's getting ready to come out that she's in. I think they were talking about it and somebody the asked her. The Best Man. That's what it is, The Best Man? Yeah. Okay, okay. The Best yeah. Man. I, we, man, look, The Best Man is another classic. Oh, look. yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> another classic. Yeah, 100% classic. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I saw, I actually saw an interview where, <clears throat> you know, she was just more, she was like, look, she said basically like, out of everything that happened, right, the Celtics didn't even reach out to her or her kid to see if she was okay. Mm. Putting all that information out there, they made it public, which that could have been a private matter. Yeah, that's a private matter. matter. Yeah, it is that a private That could have been a, that's that's an HR issue, Correct. honestly. That's not something that. Well, they were, he's a black man. They were trying to rub, they were trying to make, they were trying to public humiliate example. him. Yeah, yeah that's make what an it was. example yeah. all of them yeah. once again, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And she just was like, you know, all that. All her, I guess their son must be old enough to kind of like know what's going on to a certain extent. Yeah. And she was just upset that her son had to deal with the public humility. Yeah. You yeah, know. I can understand that. And I, 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 I'm with her. You know, like yeah. that's just it's one thing for that to happen, okay. But then now every everybody, I mean. The whole world knows it happens. Correct. It happened, I mean. And then now the the son knows. And who's to say that that won't damage the relationship between the son and the father? Correct. But like I said, again, it's he it's a it's a black man. A success mm-hmm. he was he was do, he was being successful in this job. He was doing good his first year mm-hmm. coaching. They made it to the NBA finals mm-hmm. and they wanted to public humiliate him. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Like I mean, it's I it's as simple as that, you know yeah. what I mean? So again, it's you know, someone getting, you know, drugged through the media, getting, you know, not, you know, being put in a situation where it's like, you know, it's they're, they're trying to create a bigger message. And she was just a part of that situation, unfortunately. And, and that's what, you know, had that negative impact on them. But um, but yeah. And another thing, uh, another thing that uh, happened this past week was Deion Sanders. Oh, so yeah. that was that was something. My guy, prime time. That was big too. Yeah, that was a big thing. Um, you know, prime is uh, he, he's been coaching over at Jackson State now for three years, and um, you know he's shed a light shed a lot of light um, on you HBCUs. know HBCUs, right? And so that's a thing that a lot of folks I know have been talking about over the years, as far as you know, a lot of athletes, especially football and basketball mainly. Most of them are black, right? I think they says like 70% of them are African American. So um, a lot of times, though, they go to these other universities uh, for opportunity to try to get to the to mm-hmm. the NFL to the you know mm-hmm. to, to to earn a, a living. And um, you know, but a lot of times, you know, these athletes could potentially go to an HBCU, right, and support and bring money to that program, which helps you know the black community, right. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, you know, Dion Prime, he really hit that message home. Mm-hmm. And that was why that was one of the reasons why he coached Jackson State. He had some of his, uh, his both of his kids actually come play as well, and they could have went to other schools, but they came to play. You know where the dad was coaching at. Um, Do they it, still play? Yeah, so I'll touch on that. Yeah, okay. so they yeah, so both of his kids came um, to Jackson State and played. And what what Prime was able to do is he was able to basically turn that program around. Right, he was able okay. to get you know a lot more money to be put into the program. Um, a lot more attention on what was going on. He was able to get recruits who were being recruited at these higher higher uh, schools, like your Alabamas, your mm-hmm. Floridas, your Ohio States. Like, he got a lot of recruits that could have went to those schools. They bought into his message, and they came to play for Jackson State. And Jackson State went undefeated this year. Like, they had a oh, great wow. year. They won their conference. They won their conference last year. So they're doing really well. But 
what ended up happening is he got an, a job offer um, to Colorado, so mm-hmm. University of Colorado, um, and a lot of people were giving him backlash about that, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, you know, and, and the reason they were doing it, just to touch on it, is because, you know, Colorado obviously is, is a not, a, it's not a HBCU, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks were just like, hey, man, you sold us this message of building up our community, building up to HBCUs and all that, and then you just left, you know, three years into you building mm-hmm. up what you had started. And so, you know, for me, you know, a lot of times, and I hate to say this, but a lot of times in our community, um, we're looking for people to be our savior. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Dion, <laughs> the whole time, I mean, I listened to what he said. He said that. Yeah, he I, was, I saw yeah, the interview yeah, too. He said that he would potentially, if there's an opportunity elsewhere, that he felt would be best for if him. If it was on the table, he would consider it as well. Exactly. And this this job, from my <laughs> understanding, you know, obviously is paying more. He's going to have a bigger touch because of um, the, you know, because of how big the program is. And he's still a black man coaching. You know what I'm saying? And there's never been a situation where a coach, a black man that was coaching the HBCU was has been elevated to be able to get a job at a D1 school like that at a Power 5 conference. And he's the first one to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But people aren't talking about that. Like, that's a huge accomplishment, right? And he's still able to spread his message on that level, mm-hmm. right? Um, and have more money and more resources to be able to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody wants to say, hey, man, you said you was going to do this. You a sellout and all this, man. And I just think that's corny because a lot of folks who are saying these things, one, they ain't never been to HBCU. If they had the opportunity to go to HBCU or somewhere else, a lot of them went to another school. Um, and then on top of that, they wanting this person to be their savior, and they wouldn't have done none of the things that this man has done. The sacrifices. The, the sacrifices, yeah. right? They wouldn't have done it, you know what I mean? And they're not doing it actively right. in their life. So I, I, all that noise, man, you know, I, I'm, I just hate it. A lot of times it's us, man. We'll, we'll, we'll pull each other down. When we mm-hmm. see somebody who's doing something in a positive light because we're projecting our expectations on them um, versus, you know, just uplifting them and trying to help them, you know, especially if we're not willing to do the things that that person's doing. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, we, we can't expect for him to save everybody. Yeah. He did what he had to do. His message got out there, and he's still doing it. And he's yep. Yeah, he's just because you change uh, jobs doesn't mean that you gonna like he's changing what he's saying and who he is. He's Correct. still the same person. Correct. Yep. So, I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got worked up on that one, man. I just, right. I just hate it sometimes. Man, be our own people, man. Just I don't even like, know what to say. Yeah, be our own people, man. To be trying to pull us down. Dion, you in there? <laughs> right. <You're> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm a second cousin or something. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. on a, on another high note, we're going to switch. You know, we can't. We It's like we're going in waves today, right? Yeah. On another high note, you got some, some good news and personal, right? You, um, you, uh, you, you're going under contract on some land, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. Definitely yeah. should, should happen hopefully today. Today. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, there's a piece of land out in Suffolk that uh, me and my builder were looking at. Uh, yesterday, and um, you know, we were able to kind of talk through some stuff, and I feel like it's a good opportunity. Right. So we're uh, we've been in communication with the seller, and uh, we're hoping to try to get that wrapped up at today, or at least at some point this weekend. So and then um, the property that you were actually going to to hold yeah. and rent out, you have decided to sell it. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were uh, here in Virginia Beach. Yeah, Virginia Beach. Like I said, it was a property that uh, got a couple months ago and uh, was definitely going to put a tenant in there. But as we kind of evaluate some numbers and where the market is right now, um, I'm thinking that we could sell it. I was talking to my wife about it. We were kind of going over stuff. And I'm thinking that we could sell it 
and um and the money we would make off that put it into something else that would give us a higher return so Correct. you know just mm-hmm. you know just kind of be strategic about how things are going i think uh, i think that'll be the best move for us yep and then yeah. you still have that new construction property in suffolk yep for sale yeah it'll be finished here in the next what week or so yeah yeah i mean it's yeah. uh I was talking to the same the same guy same builder that's you know that we were looking at that I was talking to yesterday you know for the land yeah for the land we were having a conversation and he was showing me pictures I mean they put the, the granite countertops in um, the flooring is done I mean all that stuff is nice. is pretty much done he said next week the plumber's out of town which kind of sucks so there's some plumbing things that uh, that needs to be to be done but you know once he gets back he'll be able to put the finance and touch final touches on that but you know and the appliances will be in next week as well so I mean he said uh, the house is is, is you pretty know, much done yeah so. Definitely looking forward to try to get that one. So hopefully get that one under contract by the end of the uh, the end of the year before the holiday. So, so with the appliances, right? Yeah. Tell me, are you the person that wants everything to match, or do you not care? <laughs> That's a good question. Because <laughs> uh, I've actually had this conversation with Brooke before. So me personally, <laughs> I like. So it depends, right? So mm-hmm. in my own house where I live, yeah, I want everything to match. Now okay. I've done houses where I've flipped and done new construction houses where. I just try to get the best deal on mm-hmm. cost, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Make sure, obviously, they were all stainless steel or make sure they were all, you know, the same type of material. Uh-huh. But the name, to me, didn't matter. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. But she brought to my attention, um, like, hey, this just looked kind of, you know what I'm saying? Then I even had, I remember one time we had a flip um, and a person actually brought it up. was like, you know, you know, this is a Samsung this and a Frigidaire this and a Whirlpool that. I'm like, you know, so ever since then, I've now grouped all the names to be together. Okay. Yeah. What about you? How do you feel about that? So for me specifically, I don't really care. As long as it looks nice, I'm cool with it. Now, the only thing that I will look at is that if it's something that's major brand and the logo is huge. So say, Mm -hmm. for example, I know Whirlpool, for example, right? Mm -hmm. They don't always put their logo and display it like on every item that they have because i actually have a whirlpool microwave and if you look at it on a naked eye you would never know it's a whirlpool whirlpool. right okay but some of the things that they do have they actually label right my dishwasher in my personal house i don't even know what brand it is but there's uh, there's no nothing there that tells you like hey this is a samsung or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be but then my my stove is a Samsung. Gotcha. So nobody would ever know, right? Gotcha. <laughs> and the only reason why the things that I have now don't match is because Samsung is pretty crappy to me. They are. Everything, I when I first bought my house, I bought everything in Samsung. I thought I was big shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this That's is going to be That's why I'm with nice. TVs. All my TVs are Samsung. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about your TVs. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about appliances specifically. Yeah. And I bought everything, washer, dryer, stove, I mean, everything, except with the exception of my refrigerator. I bought everything, Samsung. Okay. Everything has broken down. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a Samsung except washer for dryer. That my dryer. And it still works, but it, it, it's got a noise, so it's coming yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. it's coming yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it does a little, yeah, little, little shaking thing. A little, little rat a tat 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 Yes, every now and again. Right. So now everything's not matching, but I am aware, like your wife, like I don't buy things that have the major logos because I don't want it to look like that. Like I don't want someone to So you are So you are, so basically what you're saying is you are like that, but there's it, an exception. There's an exception because if 
if what you're saying, if all the logos were shown and it was obvious, I wouldn't you wouldn't it. like that. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I got Correct. You. I got you. Okay. Correct. It has, it ha- there's an exception to that rule. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's, it's not I'm noticeable saying. then. Yeah. As long as it's not noticeable, I'm yeah. cool with it. If 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 it is noticeable, I don't like that. Gotcha. That, that, that's it. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. So, okay, guys, um, I feel like we touched on a lot of, like, um, news that's just out here. We really haven't gotten into the mortgage section, but now it's time for Exercise Your Knowledge. So, if this is the first time that you're tuning in, welcome. But there's a segment where we ask a mortgage-related question at the beginning of the segment, and you have time to actually think about the answer to this question. Um, we're going to dive into a different topic, but while we're talking about that second topic, we want you to think about the original exercise your knowledge question, and we want you to try and guess and see if you know the the answer to the question. We will later reveal the answer, but it's always good to kind of have those small tidbits in the back of your mind or kind of keep you up to date as to what's going on. Um, in today's market or if you're in process of buying a home something that you should potentially be aware of I think it's always good to just know right Um, so today's question is if you are in process of buying a new home is the buyer strictly required to use a certain lender agent title company or, or attorney home inspector, or insurance company? Are you required to use a certain set of people? Think about question. that. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a real good question. I know, uh, I know. obviously, we know the answer, oh, but yeah. I feel like it is a misconception in our market, um, especially a buyer, first-time home buyer who doesn't, who has never had that experience before. Mm-hmm. Um, all the different people that are involved in that home buying process, um, you know, it, it, it could get tricky. So I think we'll, we'll, we'll definitely go over the answer but to think that about a little it. bit later. Think yeah. about the answer to that question. Yeah. I think it's a good one today. Yeah, I agree. So for today's topic, we want to dive into fees and what that means to you as the buyer. Yeah. Um, this, this question may relate to your sellers, but of course we're on the buy side. So mm-hmm. we're always looking to help our first-time home buyers, maybe our buyers who haven't purchased in a long time, maybe our frequent buyers. I mean, at some point, you're always learning something new. Correct. So we want to jump into some of the fees that you would normally see when you're in the process of buying a new home. Yeah, yeah. So when, you, uh, when you're buying a home, the, the two fees that I see most often – um, well, I mean, it's it's a couple. I wouldn't say most We see often. all the fees. Yeah, we see all of them. Right. I, I can't even break it down to just two. But one of your big ones is your origination cost, right? Mm-hmm. So when buying a home, you know, you're going to have a financial institution or a mortgage company or a lender who's going to lend the money to you, right? Yep. And so the way that they get compensated uh, for, you know, doing the loan for you, right, or issuing the loan for you is they have some type of fee that they charge. And and typically what it's called is called an origination charge, right? Now, the origination charge, it could be different. Um, sometimes companies have just a, a set amount like we do. Our, our set amount is thirteen ninety five, so it's $1,395, and that's what we charge is our origination cost. Now, Is that the fee for 2023? That's what it is now, I know. That's what it oh, is, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is I now. I thought it was 1095 Yeah, I think it, I think it just went up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. I think it just went up. Yeah, okay. That um, makes sense. 
But yeah, so they, we, we, you know, mortgage companies, they charge an origination cost. Some of them, it's a fixed amount. Some of them, it's a percentage of how much they're lending you. Um, it really just all depends uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But you always want to be mindful of that because that could determine which mortgage company you want to use, right? So if you're looking at cost-effective things that's differentiating you from using one company to the next, you want to look at that origination charge because that is something that's going to be different between each company in most cases, right? Some lenders will get even savvier and eliminate an origination fee and and hike your interest rate. There you go. Yeah, so that's why I said, I mean, you got to, you got to look at that loan breakdown or that cost illustration that shows all the different fees. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, like Sophia just mentioned, I mean, that is a good understanding. Like, hey, sometimes you'll think that you're getting a, you know, a, a reduction here in cost, but they're just building it to your interest rate. And so which over you're time, paying you're paying more well money. Well more than what it is. I mean, a yeah. hundred times more yeah, yeah, than, well more than, than what whatever that fee that. would have been. So Exactly, exactly. And the second cost that I want to talk about is discount points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to me, I feel like it's almost kind of misleading a little bit, especially for someone who doesn't necessarily understand what discount points are. Yep. Um, so a discount point is a it's a fee that that lender is charging you, in most cases for uh, a reduction or a rate is rate infused, right? So let's say for instance, you know, you're able to get based on your credit and based on where rates are you're able to get a 6.5% interest rate, right? Um, But you want to get uh, a lower rate, right? Let's say you're like, hey, you know, I have a little bit more money saved up. I'm willing to put more into the cost of the loan uh, to be able to get a better rate so my monthly payment is is more manageable, right? Or at a a better spot for where you want to be. So what you can do is you could potentially have that lender charge a discount point, right? It's almost like making an investment into that interest rate. Mm -hmm. So it's like, They'll put, you know, and it could be, you know, it's it's a it's a rate sheet that we look at. It has different costs, so it's different per loan. It's a lot of different variables that's involved. But at least knowing what that discount point means, that's what it is. It's just it's a charge that you're being charged to better your rate in most cases. Now, you'll have some lenders that will charge a discount point and it not have to do with the interest rate at all. They're just charging you discount points basically. Because that's the best available rate. At that cost. Cor- correct, exactly. Correct, correct, exactly. Yeah. So it may not, in some cases, be for the betterment of the rate. It may just be that's the cost to get that rate. Maybe your credit's not the strongest. And right. so, therefore, there's a little bit more uh, fees or costs that have to come with you being able to obtain that loan. Or maybe it's even the property type. Correct. Maybe it's, you know, that, okay, well, it, this particular product, like an investment property, is a little bit more riskier than a primary home. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and let you know that hey this this rate does come with a cost exactly 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 so just be aware of the different the the two fees and the difference in between them correct yeah and then also a third one is appraisal fee i mean that's pretty pretty straightforward you know on any deal that you're getting or any purchase that you're having where you're getting a mortgage Mm -hmm. uh, appraisal is going to be required uh, by that lending institution or that financial institution um, right. And so, obviously, a person is going to go out to the property, assess it, um, then they're going to, you know, drop a report, and they're going to have different, um, you know, factors on why they feel the home is valued at what it is. And so, therefore, they're going to have to be compensated for doing that job. And so, there's an appraisal fee. So, we mm-hmm. just, you know, in that situation are 
you know, charging you the cost that they're charging us to be able to have that appraisal uh, done. Correct. And, And hint, hint. That is one of the fees you cannot shop for. Yeah, yeah, you can't <laughs> shop for that one. That's not that's not one you can shop for because that one is. Uh, that's set by the lender. Yeah, exactly. You do not have any say so into who we use as an appraiser. I mean, as a loan officer, I mean, we don't even we can't even communicate yeah, we with, can't an, communicate appra- with, with an appraiser. So. Yeah. Um, that's definitely one of the ones you cannot shop for. Just, just a little hint. <laughs> <laughs> what other fees we got, Sophia? So we have the um, the processing fee, yep. um, underwriting fee. Those are two fees that some lenders like to tack on to the cost of processing the mortgage. So a processing fee is for the, the, the process of the file because it takes time for you to get to the close table. And people. And people. And people. Yeah. It takes, you know, a whole team of people. If you think about, you know, the, the, the how the mortgage process works, it starts off with, you know, the platform, right? So you're talking about the mortgage application, where that that system that we use to input all of your information, whether that's done by a person or whether it's done electronically, that's something that, that's the starting piece. Then it goes to your loan officer or your mortgage banker. Your mortgage banker may have a, an assistant. Then there's a processor. Then there's a processing assistant. Then there's an operation assistant. Then there's an underwriter. Then there's an underwriter assistant. <laughs> then, then, then there's the closer. So yeah. it goes through all these different people just to get you to closing. So it's not just one person working your entire file during the um, during the time of your purchase. Correct. So there may be something called a processing fee. Correct. But then there also may be an underwriting fee. Mm-hmm. There may be a, a fee that's given to the underwriter for underwriting the fee, for underwriting the, The file. I'm sorry, the file. Yeah. So, and it may not necessarily be directly to that underwriter. It just could be for the company to underwrite your file, to actually do it for you. Correct. So. And one thing I um, will jump in and say is that one good thing that leverages our company um, is that we just charge a flat flat origination origination cost, Mm -hmm. right? Some of your other mortgage companies out there, like Sophia just mentioned, They'll they'll charge you an origination cost, and then they'll charge you a processing fee, an underwriting fee, a you know, like, you know, <laughs> discount point. Like they'll 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 get you, like, and so sometimes it, a buyer may not know that, right? So sometimes a buyer will look and say, okay, hey, this origination cost is cheaper over here than this one, and so they'll try to say, hey, this is a better deal, mm-hmm. the, the one that's a, a cheaper origination cost. But if you really look at all the costs that are being um, you know that are, that are being tasked to you to per to, to you or to, to pay when you're buying that home. Sometimes you're getting hit with a fee here, a fee here, a fee here, and when you add all those up, that's more than a company who just may have a one flat origination cost, right? So you want to make sure that you understand that you know what those costs are. Like as in our company, like I said, we just have a one flat fee origination cost. So that origination fee takes care of all of those different people who are involved mm-hmm. in the uh, in, in the transaction outside of the appraisal because their appraiser doesn't is not with the company. They're an outside uh, outside that's, person. That's correct. Yeah. So when you're buying a home, just make sure that you're aware. You take a look at that fee sheet so you can know exactly what you're paying for. Not saying that none of these uh, fees are not important, but it's, it's better to know. You always want to be in the know. Correct. Yeah. Of what you're paying for. Correct. And another fee as well, I mean, every time, you know, you purchase a home, we have to check to see if your home is in a flood zone or not. Right? True. Yeah, um, I forgot so, about that fee yeah. and a tax service fee. Yeah, and a tax service fee as well. Mm-hmm. So we have to confirm if your home is in a flood zone 
And so there's a, a, a process that happens that allows us to be able to confirm if it's in a flood zone so we know to have you shop for flood insurance, right? Because if your home is, is deemed in a flood zone um, by the FEMA map, then we have to have you have flood insurance, you know, to protect your investment of your home where you're going to live and also protect our investment as the lending entity that's lending your money for you um, to be able to purchase that particular set property. So. Um, those are that's another fee that you'll see pretty much yeah. every single time you buy mm-hmm. um, buy a home. Yeah. yeah, and a credit report fee. I think that's another one. Also, y'all oh, got to yeah. think about that. One Look, too. That we one just sleeps. they just keep jumping. Yeah, out. they keep. Fee, when you think about fee, yeah, fee. no, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> obviously, I mean, when you're buying, it, a house, yeah, you're when you're buying a house, there, yeah, there's going to the be fees. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta pull credit. We gotta have an appraisal. You know, the the lender has to get compensated for actually processing this file for you. So those are things that are just going to happen. Correct. Correct. All right, so I think we went over a good good chunk of what fees are. I mean, yeah. hopefully if you guys, you know. Just want you guys to get familiar with mm-hmm. when you're actually looking at a loan estimate or a closing cost breakdown. Like, I know sometimes, I know myself, like when I, like, I, mean, I purchased my first house, I was doing what I'm doing, so it was a little different. But I know a lot of times speaking to first-time home buyers, they don't necessarily know what these fees are and how they're being charged. So just having a, a basic understanding of what these different things are I feel like we'll better equip you and know so you know exactly where the monies are being paid to. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can look at your closing cost worksheet and it breaks down all the different charges and it could be very um, overwhelming, right? So, you know, being able mm-hmm. to understand, you know, at least your basic charges that the lender is charging you, that will at least better equip you for understanding, okay, hey, this is what the lender's charging, this is what the settlement company's charging. When you combine both of those things together, you'll have a better understanding of what the totality of your closing costs are. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that's a lot of great information for you guys. If you have any other further questions, you know how you can reach us. Social media, SKB Mortgage, um, SKB underscore mortgage, and then B Roy Star. Yeah. All right. So earlier in the segment, we guys asked you a really important question. That question was Is the buyer required to use a certain lender, agent, title company, or attorney, home inspector? Or insurance company. Do a so drum roll. Yeah, drum roll. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So the answer is no. No. Yeah. So you are not required to use any of those folks. Keyword required, <laughs> right? You're not. You don't have to do that. Now, um, a lot of times, you know, because especially if you're a first-time home buyer. You know, a real estate agent may have a lender that they work with typically. Yep. They may have a home inspector that they work with typically. Mm-hmm. Um, they may know an insurance company that they work with pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. They may have a settlement company or title company that they work with pretty frequently, mm-hmm. right? So they may have people who they have relationships with that they may say, hey, you know. I've this- had a good experience with yep. these particular individuals, so I recommend them. Correct, yeah. So you could be recommended those folks, and, and just because of the relationship that they have, you know, it could maybe make your process a little bit more seamless because of mm-hmm. the relationship that's there, the communication that's already been established, all that stuff mm-hmm. that could play a, you know, a good role into the experience of your purchasing at home. Mm-hmm. But you're not required, right? If you have your own title company or your own, you know, home inspector or some, you know, home insurance company, like whatever that is, you are those, the ones that Sophia just mentioned to you are services that you can shop for. That's the Correct. key word. Those are, those are people that you can seek out yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody that you're more comfortable, you know, working with that feel that's going to have your best interest at heart, you know, you're more than welcome to pick those folks. Exactly. So if you, you know, are a first time home buyer, most likely you're going to go with whomever you're recommended to. I mean, Correct. even for me today, there are certain things that 
I don't know where to start. Yeah. So what what do we do? We lean on others for recommendations. Yeah. If I want to go get my hair braided, and it's been a while, and my old tech doesn't do braids anymore, I'm going to rely on someone to recommend me. Yeah. So that's typically how that process goes. Yep. But you're not required to use a certain lender, a, real, a certain real estate agent, and the list continues. Correct. But you are required to use a certain the, the um, appraisal from yeah. the lender. You don't have any choice at that or the credit report. Yeah. Has to come from the lender. That's right. So I'm 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 hoping that uh that was some good information for for you guys today, especially first time home buyers. Um knowing that you can actually shop around is great, but sometimes shopping around might not always be the best idea either. Correct. So as long as you feel comfortable that person is giving you knowledgeable good information, um I think that you should definitely use what's recommended cuz I do all the time in in every aspect i mean i didn't know what mike to buy and (laughs) guess what i went to best buy i was like hey what do you recommend what do you see correct (laughs) and i didn't even know this person it was just kind of like i was just lost it was my very first time that's 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 one of the that's yeah. one of the basis of Google, right? I mean, yeah. Google and YouTube, like you go and go- you Google and YouTube, you look at reviews, <laughs> look at recommendations. Like exactly. That, that tells you, okay, so hey, what am I, when you're trying to make your decision, right, What these are the different places that I go to to look and see, okay, hey, what are some other recommendations out there so I know, you know, how to make my decision or who I'm going to go with when I'm deciding whatever I'm trying to decide. So Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep. All right, so what's coming up on the agenda? So tomorrow... Um, myself, Brian, and Laura, we have a home buying seminar. We're yeah. covering the whole day. Um, mine's is from 10 to 12 at 600 Lynn Haven, Suite 100. Brian's is at 1 to 3 at 600 Lynn Haven, Suite 100. Um, Laura's is in Newport News at the Keller Williams office. I do not know the direct address to that particular location, but if you go to my social media or Brian's, you, you, you could potentially find it there. Um, tonight... I'm going to stop by a vision board party. My schedule is like jam packed today, so I won't be able to be there for a long for, you know, to finish the vision board party, but I will stop by trying to support um some of the people that I work with. And um uh right after this, I actually have to go rekey one of my rental properties because um one of my tenants moved out, so I'm definitely about to start getting that ready for me to put it back on the market for rent, looking for a tenant to occupy that space okay um, investor investor oh man <laughs> listen this this it's a headache but it's 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 it's, it's the um that's so evil yes yeah Ooh, yeah yeah it's, it's worth it it's worth it though i mean you know you gotta put that you know sometimes you know especially dealing with you know certain tenants and things like that i mean it could uh it could definitely become a headache, man. But I guarantee later on, whenever you decided to exit that situation, if it's for oh, your yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, it's going to be profitable. For you, whatever, 100%. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be worth it. It's <laughs> yeah, gonna it's going to be worth it. Yeah. It's just, I mean, work, anything can be a headache temporarily. You know what I mean? You're going to go through the highs and lows of everything. Correct. Um, I'm at the top of it, so, you know. Yeah. But it'll get better. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's for just sure. a process of a little bit more work right now yeah, that yeah. I have to do. But that's it. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm with it. There that's what go. I signed up for. There I no need to complain. There you go. Yeah, and you got a couple things coming up. Yeah, this weekend, what am I doing? I got... Uh, Onyx? Yeah, yeah. So Onyx, one of our good partners, uh, Cavell, he came on a couple episodes back. Our only guest we've had so far, uh, his brokerage is having their Christmas party on Saturday. So definitely looking forward to that. They always have a good time whenever they have a party. You know, we mentioned we went to their Halloween party um, a couple yes. months ago, a month and a half, two months ago. 
Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Brooke and I will uh, definitely be stepping out, having a good time for that. Enjoy, enjoy. Definitely. I will not be there that the, tomorrow. I have uh, I have plans, and I found out a little last minute, like maybe yeah, a couple Yeah, I'm about to say, I, we all found out last minute. About, I got to yeah. get up Cavell for that, man. I, I found out about <laughs> it like a week, week and a half ago. Yeah, like, you know that's when I found like, out. So it's like, yeah, okay, I, I don't have this. time to go try and find a gown, and I'm not really big on wearing formal wear with braids and and then I already have plans to do something else, so it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, it's not it's not something I cannot actually squeeze in to do. Yeah. Now, yeah. if it was something where I could wear my hoodie, you know, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. I could probably come, but unfortunately, we won't be able to make it this weekend. Yeah, so not I got, like got that party going. Like like Sophia mentioned earlier, we had the home buying seminar earlier that day, um, so definitely looking forward to that. We already got a couple of folks signed up, so it's always good being able to yeah. educate folks about the home buying process. It seems like a lot of times folks – um, are surprised on how, you know, I can say easy, but how it's not as hard as they probably thought it was, right? Yeah. Especially first time home buyers. So, definitely looking forward to that tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, I should say. Um, Sunday, we're actually doing um, some Christmas family pictures. So, I'm looking forward to that as well. We typically do those this time of the year. And it snuck up on me this year because I totally forgot. And um, Brooke had mentioned to me, like, hey, we have, you know, we got pictures on Sunday. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> looking forward to that um, as well. And um, that's really, that's really all I got going. You okay. know, just uh, looking forward to the, the holidays still on the high for my birthday last week. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 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 You, you got to celebrate the whole month of December. There you go. I was about to say, I, I'm I'm actually not one of those. I typically just celebrate on that day or if it's a weekend, I may celebrate on that weekend. Okay. But I know folks, like you said, that, you know, celebrate the whole, the whole Why birthday, not? the whole sign, whatever sign they are, they celebrate from the beginning of Why that not? time to the end of that sign is over. Like, hey. it's, a, it's a big thing. I don't know. I mean, I get it, but it just ain't me. You know it's I mean? B's B day. There, there you go. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, um, guys, uh, you know, we always like to end everything on a positive note. So uh, today's quote of the day, do you want me to take the honor? Would you like to? Go ahead and rock. Go ahead and rock. All right. So as we go into the holiday season, we want you guys to remember that always give without remembering and always receive without forgetting. Mm. I like that one. I like that one. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Please follow me at SKB underscore mortgage on Instagram and Facebook. Yep, I'm Brian. Uh, so definitely follow B Roy Star on Instagram and Brian Royster on Facebook. Been posting some reels uh, lately that's been getting a lot of positive feedback on the market. So definitely tap in and uh, see what we got going on. And with this first video, of course, you can follow us on YouTube. We'll be we're available on all platforms for you to be able to listen yeah, to the us. Stream and listen. Yeah. yeah. It's Let's Talk BS Podcast, so you can easily type that in there. Um, Even if you have to put with Sophia and Brian, with Brian and Sophia on there, you should be able to easily pull (laughs) up and uh, and find us, man. Yeah, I don't know how you got first. Oh, BS, duh. There you go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's why. Yeah, the man, lead first, (laughs) BS. Yeah, that's right. No, 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 no. Okay. It's it's because of bullshit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're that's right. Some BS, uh, that's BS, right? That is some BS, right? That's literally you what go. you call BS. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. guys, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>